Hey, what's going on everybody? MTash here with the RGH podcast, ready to talk about all things gaming with two of the hottest gamer dudes, True Vanguard and MTashed. Hello. Yeah, you're not one of the hottest gamer dudes, okay? Cacus? No, we got Cacus HD Bruh. here. I'm just kidding. Wait, is he is he gonna cry? Uh <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So fun fact. I didn't update the topics list because, well, I just forgot. It's you, <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, we need to add a couple on there because uh, I mean, we we just kind of forgot about them. Void 3.0 happened, right? We didn't even talk about that. The, the Apex season, we didn't even we didn't even yep, think about yeah, it. Yeah. So we, we should probably chat playing the new Apex season. That Let, stuff's pretty cool. Let's oh, start with Apex. I want to talk about oh. Apex. First. What? Look at it. Look who's got a working light, fellas. Nice. I know. Eddie. Look at that. Eddie got a nice got a nice background going on. My forehead. I'm going to blind the viewers here with my forehead. <laughs> Let me just blind turn this down a little bit. So let's do Apex Legends. We'll do the Destiny 2 Void 3.0 and just like just like the generals. They, they I feel like they post news every day. There's a Vidoc. There's all sorts of stuff going out, right? Yeah, they're just blasting stuff out right now. So we can talk yeah. about all that. And then we can talk Crazy about the, the other stuff, Crazy the Twitch news. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to start with Apex, that's fine. I, I played uh, a bunch of the new seasons. Also, boys, I mean, every- it's going to be a fun podcast. Okay. Oh, Opens a drink. A Opens a drink. Don't wait, it's just a little rattler. We got a whole 2.5%. Are alcohol. they paying us for this? Are they Pardon? paying us for this? Are they paying us for this promo or what? Steagle Rattlers are amazing. Steagle, sponsor me, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're I'll like, we don't need you. to. He's already shouting us out. I'll shell for you so hard. Seagull Rattlers are amazing. If you say so. You know what else is oh. amazing? Apex Legends brought 9v9 control game mode to the game. You know, a lot of people are like, man, when are we going to get a good arena shooter made by Respawn? You know, everyone misses Titanfall, and rightfully so. Great franchise. But they brought this 9v9 control mode, and I played it a bunch today. It's super fun. You know, infinite respawns like in an arena shooter. You have to control the zones, push people back into their spawns, pin them back. But you get to play it. You, you can play any of the characters you want to play. It's got preset loadouts. You can use your supers, your, your ultimates, your tacticals, your passes. Everything is still in the game mode. So it's great for people who are like, I love playing Apex, but I don't like the fact that I'm bad at battle royales. And I often lose the first fight I get into. At least now you got a place to go. You get right into the action. Your death doesn't really matter. Winning and losing, it doesn't really matter. It's like pubs, anyways. So you have to get into a lot of action. Use the guns. Use guns you don't typically use, too. Even if you're good, like, Battle Royale is just inherently frustrating. Like, you just get... You get... You drop into the same house. You go to one box, and an enemy goes to another box. He's like, purple armor and a R99. (laughs) You get a pistol, they get, like, a, a purple gun off the start, and you're just like, well... Like skill doesn't matter in this scenario. I just got unlucky. Yeah, and that is, and and when the battle, like the the what, the, or the three v three mode that they released, I played it, and I was like, see, I know I'm good at this game because yeah, I, that's I, right. I can choose the weapon, and I know that where the you know the shields spawn on the map, and I can control the map, and and like I was dominating. I felt so good at the game, and I was like, I'm not dying to random like terrible uh, loot. 
uh, you know, I'm not landing in and there's like 50 teams that choose my spawn and it's like, okay, I can deal with this situation. I can use my abilities and I, I can outplay them. And it felt so much more competitive. Now they got 9v9 and it's just that, but escalated. More hectic, more, hectic, yeah. more stuff. Yeah, lots yeah. of gunfights, multi-kills, like that feeling of like, almost like the BR big battle with the arena responding, the arena risk-taking. Because in BRs, mm -hmm. if you want to play yeah. optimal, you, you got to play slow. Or you got to third-party other teams, yada, yada, yada. Like, there's a lot of things with the BR game that plays very differently than arena shooter when you can respawn and you can get that momentum going and map control. And so I'm very curious to see how popular this is long-term. Uh, my friend, he, he actually plays like a lot of Apex and he, he takes breaks here and there. He helped me move a bed yesterday for my cousin. And uh, I was like, so what are you up to tonight? He's like, playing Apex. And I was like, okay, if he's playing Apex, something good is going on. Him sure. and his buddies are getting back into it. I can kind of use him to gauge what's popular right now uh, in gaming because he's, he's an army. He only, he only games so much. So it's like if it's the hot thing, he's probably going to be playing it. Yeah, it's funny. There's there's a big petition right now from the players who are signing this petition. Thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of players who are like, make this permanent. Like, this is a good addition to the game. Like, this is a good addition to the to the whole Apex suite to have this be a permanent thing where we can get in there, get the action. And it's especially good for players who don't... All, this is a big problem with Battle Royales. Sometimes it's off-putting to players who play alone, you know? Right. They're like, I don't want to have to deal with... Queuing in solo, playing against teams, getting some trash tier teammates or people who are just putting their microphone next to their boombox, playing some trashy music I hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, hey, we a solo play, you load into the 9v9, and you know, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, you're just in there, you're in the gunfights, and you don't have to deal with other people. It's great. So it's a big awesome. petition for that. Super sweet. But let's stop circle jerking about apex legends and let's start circle jerking about <laughs> destiny 2 because next topic destiny 2 you wrote void 3.0 but that just happened like today so we had yesterday the vidoc came out right mm -hmm. and not only that um there was also an embargo lifted your boy and a, a, some more creators went to a, like an early access preview event did you go somewhere or did they just let you no, play no, it was like we they brought us all to a discord they showed us a full campaign mission just talked a lot about a lot of the features so that embargo lifted so i can talk about that stuff now um in this stream and then tomorrow we still have the twop so mm -hmm. it is a crazy week for like Desi Two News. And yeah, but also, crap. also we ha didn't we have the last twab was after the episode, so like the forty percent buff was that? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, so a lot has happened yeah, in Desi Two, right. and this is looking huge. Um, you know, this is looking like one of the better expansions. Now, obviously, like every expansion looks like a good expansion until you actually get your hands on it, right? It's especially with Shadow Keep and Beyond Light being a little bit disappointing. Um, you're kind of wary of the situation, especially like Beyond Light. Like I really, I went out there, I was like, dude, this is probably going to be as impactful as Forsaken. And honestly, I was kind of right. I didn't say as big. I was like, I always said as impactful. And Stasis impacted the game like a mother. <laughs> like that, oh my God. Stasis completely just took the game for a ride. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we saw what new abilities can do in a sandbox. And I feel like we're going to get a little bit of that. Not quite as much. 
But we're going to get a little bit of that with Void 3.0, which was revealed today. Yeah. Yeah. And the build crafting, I got to say, like, it almost feels like this is the way sunsetting should be. Where they're like, we're just going to bring so much incredible stuff. You don't even to the care game. about your old loot. You don't care about your old loot. You're like, Midnight Coup I've been sitting on since launch. Like, just delete the thing. Because they're like, I mean, they're almost making it so that you, you don't want to go back to those old guns just because. Yeah. I've got like, you got these intrinsic perks based on the foundry or your origin perk and your crafting. And and, and the guns, it's, it's power creep. But it's power creep that's matching the power creep of your enemies. Like, it's like our... Our foes are getting more challenging and adapting to our light. And now our light is now adapting to them. So the right. old stuff is like, yeah, just get rid of it. It's not going to be as helpful. Like, it had its moment. It had its time to shine. And you can remember it as it used to be. I but mean, like, this almost feels like Destiny 3-style stuff. Yeah, Very like, innovative. The Heritage is still going to be a good-ass shotgun, right? Like, it's still. But I, I, I feel what you're saying there. It's like... We and we said this. It's like, listen, you could have maybe got away with sunsetting if be, the Beyond Light weapons weren't stinky. Fifty doo-doo. weapons, like uh, it yeah. all sucked. It was like, hey, do you want a sidearm from Europa that can't even get rampage? Like, oh, like I'm sure mm-hmm. you're gonna be thrilled about that. Like, no, dude, I'm losing the recluse. I need recluse level stuff to replace the recluse, and it was like nothing even close right? they they like reissued like vanguard strike weapons i'm like bro i already had these a, like a year ago I know. And, and, and i'm getting the same gun with maybe a slightly roll but it's like what is, what is this guns, the only guns that were like even close to being on par with some of the stuff we lost was the deep stone crypt weapons and like recombination yeah. and and and, re, and uh, reconstruction you know when you had 12 rounds in your heritage you were feeling pretty good right when you had 10 rounds in your sniper rifle you're feeling pretty good um but that was it. That was really it. And for a lot of players who never play the raid because they're like newer players or uh, more casual players, it's like, okay, yeah, you literally, oh, I have a reissued Vanguard weapon and I have like this trash tier Europa weapon that doesn't have any good perks. Like, mm-hmm. why am I excited about this? Okay, uh, see, I'm still no. a noob. Why, why, like, you guys almost are making it sound like there's these crazy weapons coming out. Like, am I missing something here? Like, I know that they're yeah, buffing so, some weapons, but, like, is there something crazy that I don't know about? Yeah, so basically, yeah. <laughs> again, you just have, you have the numbers, right? Like, they said there's, a like, 47 new weapons coming in Witch Queen. Right. Witch Queen plus Season 16. That's a lot, right? I, I, again, this is not an argument about sunsetting. It's just saying, like, if they would have, let's say they were sunsetting stuff with the Witch Queen, I think that would be an easier pill to swallow because there's so much a replacing lot of it, stuff and replacing it's better. It. I'm just saying, like, looking back, it just makes that decision to start sunsetting with Beyond Light look even dumber. Right. Like, it just It's like why you guys had to do it right. Now, about the weapons, so here's the crazy part. I think it's because they were... So weapons aren't... Masterwork weapons aren't going to be able to make orbs anymore. That's right. going to be a helmet perk, which obviously sucks. We're missing out on that. It, it, they're going to be worse because of that. But because I think they took this action out of what weapons do they were able to add new perks so every weapon going forward or pretty much every weapon will have an origin perk so an origin perk is about like where you got the weapon and also like the intrinsic values of the weapon so for example if you get a weapon from the crucible all crucible weapons right you know they have a crucible origin perk and it actually it's called like 
uh, a, a brief speed, moment right? or something like that where yeah, if quiet you're out moment. of yeah, if you're out of combat for four seconds, you get plus 40 reload. So you win a gunfight, go behind, heal, get a super fast reload, come out, ambush someone, right? Right. So they all have that. Vanguard weapons, they all have a Vanguard origin perk where if you get a kill, you get seven health back. But like every single kill. So if you're slaying out on red bars, you're constantly healing. Um, yeah. The Trials one is sus. The Trials one gives you like a benefit if you're solo, right? Like uh, a reload, a little bit of a benefit, but it counts even in Rumble Tash. That's right. So if you, That's right. you, yeah, if you take a Trials weapon into Rumble or if you're doing like a solo loss sector, any of that, it's active because it's solo content. Right. Um, okay, now I'm hyped. Gives, so, so not only that, so now think about like the differences between weapons, right? Like, if you got a, a 120 hand cannon, you know, the Igneous Hammer, how different really is the Igneous Hammer from, you know, the Iron, the Steady Hand, Iron Banner, 120s? Like, there's different perks, but then it's like, you start to get, it's like, how many 140 hand cannons can they introduce, really, before you start to get freaking bored? Mm-hmm, You're like, right. okay. Or like, I have a God Roll Fatebringer. I have a God Roll Palindrome. Like, yes, the Ice Luna is good, but if I'm already good with the Palindrome, am I, re- is it really going to make that much difference to get an Ice Luna? Like, probably not. Like, in all like it's gonna be better but it's like you're kind of splitting hairs at this point really gotcha sure but now now you could be like all crucible weapons have their own unique perk all vanguard weapons raid weapons actually in the preview event we saw there's a season 16 exclusive origin perk called like land tank where it increases your resilience and i think damage resistance so the season 16 so the weapons that come in the seasons past have that exclusive perk and then the next season that's probably gonna have a new origin perk so you have these sweet origin perks that just make all these weapons so much more different and you also have foundry perks so suros weapons will always get like um i think it's like better stability or something like that the viced weapons every vice weapon has a chance to randomly refill its magazine on doing damage so you just get to right, shoot longer that's crazy so, and if and tash like if you have a vice weapon that drops from crucible it gets both foundry perks it gets a vice foundry perk and it gets the crucible perk and you can switch between them and then like the iron or sorry the the uh trials of osiris weapons they come with a trials perk the trials origin perk and the crucible origin perk because they're technically like pvb crucible weapons and you can switch between them nightfall weapons get the nightfall origin perk and the vanguard origin perk That's you can right. switch between them potentially you could even have like three origin perks if it was like a a haka uh nightfall weapon all right. three would apply <laughs> so like now not only do you get extra bonuses it like finally is something to differentiate these weapons we don't have a bazillion 140 hand cans that are basically the same right now it matters where you get them damn and it really lends itself to build crafting too like oh, some yeah. of those perks will interact with perks that are in your you know maybe your aspect or your fragment or the exotic armor that you have on maybe they lend themselves to that type of gameplay better so it really does i think it's just going to open up build crafting in a way that we've we've not seen yet especially now that the subclasses are going to follow the stasis uh, aspect and fragment combination sort of sort of vibe instead of being right. preset which looks great i just i, I gotta it. say like i've never been more excited for a destiny expansion than i am this one just because of how much i think it's going to really change the game and void oh. 3.0 we haven't even talked about void 3.0 yet dude they and- add, can, they added oppressive darkness do you remember tash when you were playing oppressive darkness back in the day for like guard of salvation it's like a grenade or something right like if you threw your your grenades would do would weaken and you'd literally have like hey titan can you put on an armamentarium so you can get your debuff yeah that is a fragment so uh, it's any class now can put on a fragment 
that gives them oppressive dark. Did you know how freaking good that is? Mm-hmm. Every single void grenade is gonna weaken. Oh my god! Right. Seems like a lot yeah. more depth in the builds. Well, not only that though, you have the weapon crafting. So like, you can pick particular weapons. You level them up. So you, as you use them, as you get good with them, you level them up. Like it was kind of, it's kind of weird right now. Like in Destiny, you have the kill tracker, but aside from that, all your time is spent getting the weapon. And then once you have the weapon, it's it's kind of weird. Like you, it doesn't matter how long you use it, right? It could be your first game with the weapon, could be your hundredth game. But now you're gonna use a weapon, you're gonna level it up, and as you level it up, you start to unlock all the perks and its perk pools, and then you unlock the like enhanced version of those perks. So it's, it's so there's like gonna be rampage, and then there's gonna be enhanced rampage, and it has an extra little bonus. I can't remember exactly what they were, but it would be like rampage adds plus 10 stability for each stack as well like a pretty minor bonus but a bonus so now you want to get your weapon find which weapon you like max level it so you can put on like enhanced outlaw plus enhanced rampage and just be like a god with this weapon and Mm -hmm. you can recalibrate so if you make a mistake if you're like craft it and you're like oh man I listened to Frostbolt's video. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. Just, exactly. Or they nerfed like, the perk. Yeah. Yeah. Or they nerfed the perk or they do whatever. You can recalibrate and say, oh, Rampage isn't working. I'm going to put on Kill Clip. I'm going to put on, you know, I just watched True Vanguard's video and he says surplus, or enhanced surplus is cracked. Then you put that on. So you only ever, ever have to keep one weapon in your vault. In fact, it actually has the date of when you craft it. So you can be like, oh, I crafted this three years ago. This That's was right. the shiz. So you can like keep changing it depending on what the meta perks are. Very cool. Is is this going to be Forsaken? Is this going to be Taken King? Or is this like Destiny 3? It's very... I don't want to... I'll let you guys answer, but I just want to say it's very interesting because like actual like... There's no PvP maps. So that sucks. Uh, No PvP maps. Only one new destination. The Throne World. So, like, size-wise, I don't think it's as big as Forsaken. I don't think anything will be as big as... Well, actually, now that they Sony bought them, maybe. Um, right. But right now, like, Sony just bought them. It's not like Sony buys them and they double their workforce in a day, right? right. So, maybe in the future. But size-wise, maybe not. But impact-wise, like, Foundry Perks, Void 3.0, um, and Void P 3.0 this season, next season, Arc or Solar, next season, whatever the other one is. So, by the end of the year... They're all going to be this crazy right. mishmash of... So I think impact-wise, it is going to be as big as Forsaken. Like, just how much of an effect it has on the game. It seems like a lot of system stuff. Like, yes. right, weapon crafting, re- redoing all the subclasses. Like, it seems like there is a lot there. Um, Origin perks. Yeah. And honestly... It's more like the way you play Destiny is changing. And, and, yes. and we're getting new content as well. But it's, right. it's more it, focused on changing the way the game is played, yeah. Which is good. It's kind of like when they added Armor 2.0. Like, it's not a whole new planet, but holy crap, did Armor 2.0 change the game forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. And, you know, the, one of the exciting things, too, is for people that, like myself, that have taken time away, I'm not that far behind. I don't, I don't believe I'm that far behind. But yeah. everyone can pretty much catch up. I, I think if you guys play, you'll be 10 power levels ahead of me, right? No. We're... Same, the base power level is actually higher than what you are right now, which is a little bit weird. People are kind of like, but they're just moving everyone. Everyone's going to have the same starting point in which group. That's right. Oh, see, so I, I thought you, you could jumping, get to... Okay, sorry, go. You I was going to say, so if you are jumping in at the Witch Queen, you are starting at the same level as everybody else. So there's right. no catching up in that regard. 
if you have played the game before, you already get all the aspects for Void 3.0. Almost, oh, yeah, all the aspects, yeah. All the mm -hmm. aspects, so you can jump right in on that. And for free to play, you can do the intro mission and get weapon crafting. So it's like if you're a free to play player or a returning player in terms of catch up mechanics, like there's none. There really Damn. are none. You're, you're going to be at the same spot as everybody else. Which is exciting because like I've been gone for a year and I don't, I can't get up all those levels and like I, I just, it would just be so much more effort to like even get ready for the raid. And it's like, oh, by the way, I have 400 more power levels that I got to catch up. Now, I think yeah. the power level grind is pretty quick, and, like, when the raid is, I think it's going to be pretty obtainable for a lot of different people to, like, get to that level, but knowing that I don't have to just, like, grind my ass off right now to be ready for the DLC is actually really appealing. No doubt. Yeah, and that's why they did that. Actually, some Destiny players got kind of mad at that. They're like, why have we been grinding? Why have we been... And I, f I do feel that it's like, okay... The 10 light difference, especially if it was 10 light in a soft cap, would have made no difference. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like they could have thrown the hardcore players a bone and given them a 10 light head start and it would have made literally no difference. You know what I mean? Like we're talking two Gambit games worth of difference. Um, That's right. But I totally understand why they did it. It's because literally people like Tash or the people that like come back for the big expansions and then fall off, they want them to be like, on the same level, you don't, yeah, you don't have to worry about this crap. Oh, am I going to be? No, nope, you're starting off at the same point, and, and then you can just hit the ground running, really. Yeah, when more people yeah. are playing Destiny, everybody wins, especially the hardcore players. Literally, especially the hardcore players. The more players that are playing the game, if you're a Crucible player, guess what that means? Better quality connections in your matchmaking because when the yep. pool is smaller, connections get worse because it's widening the parameters just to find you your match and lobby balancing is better too when there are more players playing the game and getting involved in maybe you want to farm freaking blind well hey guess what when the player There's population actually be is people small there. it's hard but when the population is booming no freaking problem like everybody wins mm -hmm. so if if there's anybody out there actually complaining like actually upset about the fact that new players are going to be starting at the same point as us Honestly, you're basically saying I would prefer the game be less healthy and die sooner for my short-term benefit, which is just stupidity to me. Right. Damn. That's exciting. That's really good. Yeah, huge, completely changed, like really overhauling a lot of stuff. And, and now, and now what, what tomorrow? What are they going to say tomorrow? Are there more news? I, they, gonna hype like, they said it's going to be a little bit of a smaller 12, probably oh. just going over some balance changes and stuff like that. But, you know, this is really big stuff. And, I mean... And, and, like, it just opens a lot of possibilities, right? Crafting opens up some really cool possibilities. Like, what can you do with crafting? Potentially, you could have, like, a recalibration station type of division type thing going on where you could, like, extract certain perks. Like, you just have the system that you can alter in the future to make better, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and, the vo and the Void stuff, like, they added more stasis aspects after Beyond Light, right? Yeah. Or uh, Fragments, right? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. What we're seeing right now, they could literally just add a new void. Like, think yeah. of how, like, in the in the old system, how would you add a new void ability? Like, you you could, they did in the past, like, they would, you, you know, when they added Celestial tree. Fire. But it had to replace something. It had to, like, right. take something out of the game and replace it with Celestial Fire, right? When they were trying to rebalance. Mm -hmm. But now, they can just, hey, guys, we're adding a new aspect, a new ability for every single subclass in the game with this DLC. And everyone's gonna be like, sweet. Like, now you get something new to play around with in this new system. It's just like, it's just so much easier to add new things. 
Right. Do you think that the power level system would be the next thing that gets a, a rework? Because It's it, really interesting. It's really interesting because on the one hand, power leveling is super annoying, but on the other hand, like, you do get a sense of satisfaction when you see that number go up like chasing that number man it is a huge part of video game people don't want to admit it but without it if you just had no level it i think people would end up not liking it i think you got to have because so, like you got to get that that pinnacle that puts you up ahead and you're so happy that you go oh i got the i got the chess piece finally like that dopamine hit i think i would it, care if it mattered like if i could beat the raid 10 minutes faster because my team is all yoked at 1360 or whatever yeah, i think it, yeah. i would care like if it leg legitimately gave me a damage bonus against pve enemies i think i would care more but even now it's like i'm the max level and i still get one banged by the snipers in the nightfall but that's like a whole other thing um you know but i just wonder it, if that's the next big system that gets overhauled maybe well i think the good news is we might actually get some uh some extra new players in witch queen because of so many people who are uh, actively leaving the battlefield franchise oh, yeah see that we've got now a petition with over a hundred thousand signatures for people demanding uh automatic refunds on all Bruh. platforms for battlefield 2042 that's where we're at with 2042 right now ah <laughs> uh, which is on february 8th it was at 30,000. And now it's at 100,000. In I one, in one day, it tripled. Yeah, at this point, it's just for the memes. Like, once it got picked up by, like, the, the media outlets, now, dude, I almost want to sign this. <laughs> I didn't want my money back just for the memes. Like, let's <laughs> yeah, see how high it. this thing could go, you know? Um, so I think that's a big part of it. It's just a big meme now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're not getting your freaking money back. Like, EA is not going to give you your money back. No. So. No, it's well, not they said happen. they've got lawyers waiting, like for a oh, certain number of signatures yeah. and everything. Like, like the, the the lawyers you see on like billboards, like, were you in a motorcycle accident? Call. <laughs> That's right. Yo, we're did you cheat it out of money by yeah. EA with the purchase of Battlefield 2042? You may be inclined to some money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like I was cheated out of it. I played 40 <laughs> hours and I wasn't happy. In, in <laughs> fact, I was. Yeah, it really and, is um, too bad. I think this is just a reaction to like the news that yeah you're not getting any new content really until the summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they delayed the DLC, right? Because it yeah. was supposed to be in March. Or yeah, something? March. Yeah. Delayed till mm -hmm. summer. So. So March. Well, it's funny. April, May, June. It's yeah. like, it's Brutal. like the the two the two evil heads of the gaming community where they're like. The game you release is dog crap. You should have delayed it a little bit and released a better product. Then they're like, fine, we're going to delay our first season. They're like, you're delaying content? Yeah. It's like, you know what, if you're dart like... if you do and dart if you don't. And, you know, at, right now they're just playing catch. They're so far behind. Yeah. They're, they're just playing catch up. And um, it just goes to show, like, launch a broken product and you're it's going to be a hard uphill battle to get back in people's good graces. And they, oh, but they botched it so hard. I just don't think... I just don't... I've given up on 2042. As much as I actually like the game, I think it's dead in the water. I don't see it making a meaningful comeback. I really don't. Because no. Battlefield 4 made a meaningful comeback, but it was never as bad as what you're seeing right now in 2042. That's such a shame, too, because I think all of us were excited about it. We're like, oh, I see all this potential here. And it's just... 
it's just not there. And like, you know, Halo's not doing great. It's like all these games keep launching and just half-assing it. And um, it just feels like gamers keep giving them the money. They keep getting away with it. And they, they just keep putting out those products and, and uh, getting paid no matter what the quality is. And uh, I mean, I guess Battlefield... It, because it is kind of like it, it is different than Call of Duty in a lot of senses, and it is very different than a Destiny shooter or a Halo shooter. Is like maybe there always is that market, but at the same time, can respawn and can respawn come in and do it better? And then everyone goes, "All right, we're gonna play this instead." Because didn't they say didn't they say that respawn's working on like a another a, a couple new shooters or something like that? Like they're working well, the on on Star Wars, Wars for sure. Right? They've yeah. got a Star Wars shooter and a Star Wars. Uh, Jedi right. uh, game as well. But how do we know that this Star Wars shooter isn't the next big battle game? Like we don't like it, like a battlefield sized game. I guess they've done mm -hmm. Battlefront, but I don't know. That game had its issues too. Oh yeah, dude. And then when they made it a good game, and everyone was like, "Oh my goodness, I love Star Wars Battlefront." They're like, "All right, pull the plug." <laughs> yeah, like we're done here. Yeah, that's right for sure. Uh, Cyberpunk versus Battlefield, which did better or worse? Cyberpunk could get away with it because Cyberpunk's a different game. Like, Cyberpunk doesn't require you to have a lobby full of 60-plus players in order to have a good experience. You know what I mean? Like, so for Cyberpunk to make a comeback is a lot less of an uphill battle because Battlefield not only has to improve the quality of their game, they also have to win back the favor of enough people to have enough people playing concurrently right to have the game run well it mm. only t it doesn't matter how good the game is if the play if you're waiting in a queue for 20 minutes and playing against people in different countries with with terrible connections to the server you're playing on your game experience is ruined because of it cyberpunk doesn't have that problem they fix the game and they earn you back you're gonna play through the game just you by yourself and love it so much that you're like Telling your butt, your bros, like, hey guys, you should. Yeah, Cyberpunk's only thirty bucks this week. You should pick it up. Like, I just got a playthrough in. Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. dude, I had so much fun. It, it's well, almost like call out a sus take. Someone's like, you have to blame the fan base for the crappy games the devs bring out. The devs try to please the fan base instead of caring for their game. Is this guy a dev? Because like, I, the <laughs> fan bases are the people who are gonna buy your damn game. Like, if you're not pleasing your fan base, what do you? You shouldn't be making games. Like, the the thing is. What does a Battlefield fan base want? A Battlefield game. Like, a working Battlefield game. Like, that. The, the, the thing was, a lot of the issues, a lot of why people left is like, man, you couldn't even get into a game. Like, Breakthrough, I know you probably experienced this, TV, Breakthrough, like, it would just, like, load in and it wouldn't let you spawn. Yeah. And you just had literally to... Literally so, unplayable game-breaking li glitches. <laughs> literally unplayable. So it's like, okay, how am I supposed to enjoy this game? I can't even spawn into the game. That, that is like, also a really good point with, like, if there's no one playing, then the game state is ruined. If you can't find a game, if it's laggy yeah. because there's no people, like, Doesn't you can't fix that. how much work you did on the game. <laughs> but, but if you go play Skyrim seven years later with all the new mods that people have created, it's probably a better game than if you play at the start. So it's like, it doesn't matter when you play Skyrim, but yeah. if you wait and you get it on a discount... And there's all these crazy mods that like change you're the winning. lighting. You probably, yeah, you're playing a better game. If you download Skyrim today, and you play with all like the best mods, it's a, it's a mat. I mean, it was already good, mm -hmm. but it's like a completely different game. They've rewritten quests. They've rewritten the storyline. You can play that. 
people have remade entire games in the Skyrim engine, and you you like wake up in a on a boat. Have you seen that thing? You wake up on a boat, and it's like a whole different game, and they use the entire Skyrim engine. It's a completely RP, like different RPG that they made in Skyrim. That's yeah. how crazy the mods are, and it's it's got like a storyline. They got voice actors, so you know, I guess where I'm going to this is like. Who's to say that they don't mod uh, Cyberpunk as well down the road? You wait two or three years, and all of a sudden, Cyberpunk is that game that everyone hoped it would be. It is yeah. that like <laughs> optimal experience, and like it doesn't yeah. matter when you play it, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a good time as a consumer. You bought the yeah, game. Whereas a multiplayer game, if it goes through a drought, it's it's dead. dead. Like, it's gone. Yeah. So, oh, the same guy said I agree, but they're pressured to make the game release on time for the fan base, dude. The no. fan base was the people saying delay the game. The fan, the fan base played the beta, and every single Battlefield YouTuber, the entire Battlefield, like, Reddit, yeah. every single person. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where this guy's getting his info from. This, like, if you ever visited Twitter, my guy, like, no offense, but like, that is not what happened. The fans were the ones who said, "Guys, please delay this game." And EA was like, "We gotta make, gotta make the Christmas launch window." <laughs> That's right. Have, you could do Christmas window, the Christmas window. It's like I, someone's gonna go slap the people who are so worried about this Christmas window. Like, but there's already 25 games releasing for this yeah. freaking window, and all these kids want is more V bucks, anyways. So they're not gonna buy your stupid game if it's not good. Well, and and also, is it Christmas right now? I have just one quick question: Is it Christmas right no, now? No, exactly. In is it Christmas case, today? No, I see where you're going. There, with this. There's 500,000 people playing Lost Ark right now on Steam. <laughs> 500,000 right. people. There's 1.2 million people watching it on Twitch yesterday. It's there's like a million, huge. A million pre-orders already. A million pre-orders already for Witch Queen, and that's just going to increase. It's probably going to yeah. be like 1.3, 1.5, 2. I don't even know by the time it comes out. And one of the most anticipated games of all time, Elden Ring, is releasing like the next day. Or whatever. Yeah. So Horizon like, Forbidden West is coming out. Right. Too. Like, think about those think games, about this. Do you think Elden Ring is not going to sell well? Like Elden Wing is Ring is going to make it's millions gonna, of dollars. It's going to outsell the crap out of Battlefield 2042 in 24 That's hours. For exactly. So they're all obsessed with this Christmas window because like someone 20 years ago, some boomer so, CEO. Yeah, that's right. The, the boomer board members. Well, yeah. And now they when just we like, were on the N64 and my mom was buying me games and I was like, please buy me Zelda Ocarina of Time. Like, please buy that for Christmas. I have the credit card now, baby. All the gamers yeah. grew up. I can buy a game in That's March. Right. I can buy it in June. And I'll tell you what, I can buy a game in September. So That's right. launch it when it's ready and I'll buy the game. Yes. And if you launch it early and it sucks, I'm gone. I, I, I'm yep. never coming back. Because you're basically saying that you have to... I mean, the thing is, Destiny pulled it off twice in a row, actually, which is unlikely, where they la launched an underwhelming product and then they redeemed themselves. Thank goodness, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, Please don't gonna... make a habit out of it, though, guys. Please <laughs> yeah. don't make Thank a habit. Yeah, please, for God's sakes, Bungie, we're done. <laughs> Destiny 3, I swear to God, if it doesn't have random rolls. <laughs> but the, my point is, like, the, it, it's that doesn't happen very often. And, and because that happened for Destiny... I mean, Tash, you made this point where it's like, dude, people still have a stigma of Destiny being a dead game. Like, if I go on TikTok, people are, like, roasting. They're like, there's so many sketches where it's like, wow, Bungie, or, uh, Sony bought Halo. It's like, wait, Bungie doesn't own Halo? Well, they bought Destiny 2? Are you serious? And it's like, 
dude, Destiny 2 has more players than Halo right now. Relax. You know exactly, I mean? like, it does, yeah. Like, relax. Like, people just don't know, though. People still have the stigma of it being a completely dead game because it was a little bit of a dead game for a certain stretch. So, like, think of how many millions of people don't play Destiny 2 because they literally just think it's dead. All they've heard about is that it's dead. So, like, you're never going to recover a lot of those players. Uh, so, it's just, like, such a... And so, you're telling me Battlefield is going to have to launch terribly, get nothing but bad press. They release... Let's say Season 1 is actually a banger, right? Season 1 slaps. But it comes out in, let's say, hypothetically, July. You're telling me, hey, Rick, don't play more Destiny, because it's probably going to be a new season coming out, right? Don't play more Destiny. Don't play Elden Ring. Don't play any other game. Play Battlefield Season 1, the game that you've heard nothing but bad things about. Like... That's a hard ask. My guy, <laughs> do you want to know what the Steam numbers are right now for Battlefield? Oh, I don't. Like, okay, I listen to this. <laughs> Battlefield 1, yeah. right? Battlefield 1, 3,267. Battlefield okay. 4, 1,483. Okay. Battlefield 5, 6,777. Yep. Battlefield 2042 is only at 2,965. It is below <sighs> Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. That's that is crazy. Bad. That is terrible. That'd be like if Destiny 2 player count right now was less than the, the Destiny, Destiny 1 beta. <laughs> right? Than the beta for D1. How is that even possible? And if you look at the 30-day average, like it's not just one day. If you look at the 30-day average, Battlefield 2042 only has 400 players more than Battlefield 1. But it has less than half of what Battlefield 5 had. That is shocking. That is shocking to me. So, crazy, you know, and, and how do you recover from that? You have no player base. People are yeah, playing yeah. the old games, like... You have to convince people to come back because trust us, season one is good now. And even if it is, that's such a hard ask. So I stop playing Elden Ring. Stop playing right. Destiny. <laughs> stop playing whatever. Come back and play Battlefield 2042. Trust us, baby. It's good now. Like, yeah. bruh. I mean, Genshin's getting a new um, region, like a new region in that, like around in that time as well. You know, um, War Warzone, just... Apex, all the free games too. Oh, and Warframe. Warframe's getting a big update, too. I mean, I know that that's, like, not as popular, maybe, but, like, there are a lot of games that are lots of updates. There's lots of choices. C competition is fierce in gaming, and if you botch it, GG. It's kind of... Do you want to Do you want to buy a dead game that hasn't recovered, or do you want to even buy... You could even buy a game that was dead and totally recovered. You got, like, uh, No Man's Sky right now is half off. And if going on Switch. No it's going on Switch now. It's going onto the Switch. It's yeah. it's half off right now. And that game is freaking dope. I have yep. put 30 hours into that game in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. It's fun. I'm hooked. It's super fun. Dude, and so it's like you, you mess up. It's really hard to claw your way back. It's possible. Again, Destiny did it twice, but it's really difficult. Speaking of how do you claw your way back, can you imagine? Can you imagine that one day... You check your email, or you try to go live, and you get this message that says that your account has been completely banned. You lose your your channel name, you lose your community, you lose your ability to reach out to your community, you lose all of this stuff, and you're like, what did I do? I must have done something totally egregious. And they're like, your name sounds like innuendo. Yeah, so, Timmy, go ahead and explain the story. This is, this is Twitch, 
as always, being Twitch. So there's this there's this streamer that plays League of Legends, right? And they got their account, their their whole account banned on Twitch because their name is kind of somewhat a little bit close to do anal. <laughs> I kid you not. It's like D O E. It's like Doanel. It's like Doanel. I think is how you pronounce the the person's the streamer's name. It's like D O A E N E L. Doanel. And they're like too close to do anal. You're done. Bro, <laughs> it's not what? like a hey. Let, we'll let you change your name and keep your whole community and everything. Because I had that. I had that offer. Because I was the True Vanguard on Twitch. They reached out to me. They were like, the just regular True Vanguard is is um, a dead channel. Like, no one's using it. Do you want us? You could just change your name if you want. So it's like, I know they have the capacity to just reach out to this person yeah. and be like, listen, like, it's just a little too close. If you could just change a couple of letters up, you'll keep your channel, keep your community, keep your reach, keep your metrics, keep your followers, keep your subscribers, everything. We'll just change the name of your channel. They could have done that, but instead they're just like, they didn't but, email. They just shut him down. That's so wild. Like, 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 uh, unless they think this guy like purposely did it to like be sus, right? And like was like, circumventing it and like trying to like like had merch that said like do an L, do an L, and it was like do anal or like anything, <laughs> uh, like emotes where like his emote was like a butthole. You know what I mean? But it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't. It's right. just a guy's name. Maybe it's a French name. You know what I mean? And it's like, right? seriously? It's just like, why do you Why do you have to, yeah, like, just let the guy change his name. Why do you have to, like, tank his entire existence? Dude, it's Twitch. Honestly, the, the quickest answer to that is just like, it's Twitch. They are like, clueless. But also, isn't that scary? It's, it's like totally M Tash mustache mustache ride. Oh, band! Where are you going <laughs> with this uh, thing, man? Rick Cackus. They're gonna be like, "Yo, this that guy's sounds like something else." Imagine yeah. how big his cack is. Oh yeah. my god! They're like, "This guy's out of here." <laughs> it, but it's like almost like even if it wasn't like you posted the a new start. Right? Anus tart. <laughs> yeah, like Arrested Development. Anus tart. That's one of my favorite. new start. Even if it wasn't innuendo, innuendo, like let's say your name was a new start or whatever, and it, what you're doing as a as a meme, it's like so what? <laughs> like honestly, so what? Everyone has to be 13 to be on Twitch, apparently, and it's like, can we? Like I don't know. It's like, and I I can click on just chatting and see some some pretty saucy things. On the you might even, you might even see anal yeah, on just yeah, chatting, yeah. like, like. And it's like, we're going to ban this guy because his name is similar to, like, an innuendo. It's like, dude, have you... But I don't know. It's like, that that's inappropriate for... But all, there's people's names the that's like... Streams there's, like, streamers old, old. that are, like, Pussy Crusher 99. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like... <laughs> I guarantee there's way more egregious, like, legitimate egregious usernames that are not banned. They're in my chat all the time. Yeah, I know. Like, every day. And again, it's not even like I have anything against... <laughs> Against hot tub streams, by all means, hot tubs. I'm pretty sure one of the one of the chatters today was literally Ayaka Thick Titty. I'm almost positive it was Ayaka Thick Titty, and I was like, "What?" And so, well, why isn't that banned? I don't know. It's terrifying. It's so maybe maybe it's just because they're a username and not an actual like channel or whatever. Maybe doesn't get doesn't get reported a bunch. 
Like, <laughs> uh, but it, it is just so wild that they would do this and it doesn't make any sense and then it just like it's so meme worthy it's like twitch it really is all your like just reach out to the like they have time to ban people like don't they have time can you take your twitch the twitch moderators get them out of the hot tub streams for two seconds and get them to do some actual moderation and just be like hey guys can you talk to this guy and let him change his channel name so you don't have to because all it does is just like hey guys Let's get two weeks of bad publicity. Like, why? Uh, truly. Um, kind of good publicity for our um, ninja lawyer company, Nintendo. They did the Nintendo Direct today and actually had some bangers. So I'm just going to read off like a few of the list. When, before um, you say that, when yeah. you said like, your ninja lawyer, I thought it was like the... Ninja Sue's Pokemon. Oh like, no! Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I was like Ninja's lawyers. No, Ooh, no, no, no. But well, apparently his wife stepped down as as his manager or something like that. She's not going to manage him anymore. She's um, like, she like, it, it, she did an article about like life after being the manager and like she's doing her own brand and working on her own stuff. I think she still is doing it, but like they have talked about moving on. I mean, that's like, tough having your wife managing you and like. Mm-hmm. You're going to take a lot of stuff personally, obviously. You have to. Right, right. You have to. It's your it's your no husband. It. And like, I mean, maybe he sat down and is like, you flew off the handle here. You made me look bad because you got emotional because someone attacked me. You know? Mm-hmm. That yeah, probably is part of and it. And then now, See, now Ninja's getting absolutely roasted. Yeah, just like, my wife it, is that, the opposite. She's that was a like, whole different crazy <laughs> drama that we covered last week. But you just said, right. you said the Ninja lawyer situation. I was like, poof. I was like, I was like oh, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. yeah, where are we going with this? Well, we're talking about Nintendo Direct. Yeah, so yeah, go for it. Um, they're doing a Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, Warriors, which have you have you seen the Hyrule Warrior game? Uh, it's yeah. like a it's like a hack and slash, lots of enemies. They do that with Zelda or I guess Link. Uh, Hyrule Warriors. They're doing the same thing. Fire Emblem Warriors. Tons of different enemies and bosses. It's like a hack and slash with characters from one of the uh, past Fire Emblem games. Um, no Man's Sky. Go into the Switch, which is really cool. Mario Strikers, they're doing a new soccer game, which I didn't actually play the other Mario Strikers, but the sports games are always kind of gimmicky and fun. I like them. Uh, Chrono Cross Remastered, there's a bunch of remastered things coming. Uh, Wii Sports is getting a sequel. Wii Sports for Switch. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, I, I think you just use the uh, the little nunchuck thing, and you, you can actually use that <laughs> as your baton. My in-laws will be happy. Yeah. I it, swear... <laughs> Well, that was like, one of the most popular about games. We switch, like, or we switch about Wii Sports that that really hit the like old older folks. <laughs> you know oh, what I yeah. mean? I don't know what it, they eat that up. Getting their yoga and bowling in, like it's perfect. That's right, right. Uh, Xenoblade is getting uh, number three coming to the Nintendo Switch in September. Uh, Earthbound is being added to the Nintendo Switch. Earthbound, I bought that game for twenty dollars at the movie store when it was closing down. I went there to go get Final Fantasy 2, and it was gone. And I had 20 bucks. And he's like, well, I got this game, and it's kind of cool. I bought it. I sold it a few years ago for $160. It's kind of a rare... Uh, it's kind of like a cult classic game that a lot of yeah. people haven't played. If you, if, you, if you guys are interested in a cool RPG game, Earthbound kicks butt. It's coming to the Nintendo Switch. Highly recommend it. Uh, this is a big one. Mario Kart 9 news. Okay, <laughs> Cactus, listen to this. 
Oh, in I'm ready. Instead of making Mario Kart 9, oh, wait. N- Nintendo reveals more Mario Kart 8 DLC, so that's <laughs> perfection. That's exactly what you would hope for. The Deluxe Booster Course Pass. Nice. No new game. So, more maps, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's going to be a... Go. If I was just a venture, I guess, I bet they were working on 9 and realized, like, Dude, we have literally <laughs> no chance to make any sort of new features that will run on this dog water console. <laughs> like it might I, be, right. it might be I like they're going to save Mario Kart Nine for whatever the new consoles. Because I can't imagine the Switch is going to stick around too much longer. It's pretty much like as old. It's as old as the yeah. other consoles at this point. Mario Kart's right? got to be something they're gonna. They're going to leverage to sell their next Oh, console. 100%. Mario Kart, Mario Kart Breath of the Wild 2. Jungle or whatever the fuck. Right? What? Mario Kart Breath of the Wild 2. Yep. Maybe. Wait. Isn't Breath of the Wild 2 coming for Switch confirmed or no? I'm not sure thought, if it's confirmed. Is it confirmed? I thought it was. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, I guess they had the first one pretty damn optimized. Like, it's the same art style, so I, I'm sure they can get it going. It ran really well on the Switch. I played it on the Wii and it was okay. So, I, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. Um, another game that's coming is uh, Portal 1 and Portal 2. So I guess, you know, that's an old game, but it's going to be on the Switch. Awesome puzzle game if somehow you've never played Portal. Uh, it's really cool. But it's really like cool. There's, those games are literally like 10 years old at this point. I know. I know. But this one I'm actually really excited about called Triangle Strategy. Uh, it is based on the Octopath Traveler engine, like the kind of the, the art style. And it's kind of going to be like a Final Fantasy Tactics game. I'm buying it for my brother, for sure, because he loves those games. Um, there's going to be uh, Kelowna, Door 2, I don't know, what, what, number one and two. It's a remake of a game. I've never even played that game. It looks like a knockoff of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, they're almost doing, like, with Mario, how he, uh, in the newest game, Mario Odyssey, he, like, goes into, like, a big city. Uh, Kirby, it almost looks like he's in a big city. He can, like, suck up a car and get some of the bonuses of a car. He can suck up, a like, a, a traffic cone and turn into a traffic cone, which is super valuable. But there's going to be a new Kirby game coming out, which is um, interesting. Front Mission uh, is getting a remake. I've never played Front Mission. Looks, I don't know. They didn't reveal a lot. I've never played it. I need to look it up. But it looks like mechs. So maybe a mech game coming. Uh, Splatoon, Salmon Run, new trailer, Advanced Wars 1 and 2 reboot. Advanced Wars, awesome tactic game as well, but it's just a reboot. And then Metroid Dread is getting a free update. So there's like a mixture of new games, but not the most hype new games. Like Mario Strikers isn't, isn't I don't think, anyone's fan favorite. Yeah. Um, and then there's just like patches and then remakes of games. Which, honestly, I feel like that's all that Nintendo does. It's like, by the way, our Super Nintendo games are now available. And it's like, awesome. But I want to play a new Mario. I want to, I want Mario Kart 9. I don't want to play Mario Kart for the SNES. I just don't. I've, I've, I've played that in my youth when I was six. I'm ready yeah, for yeah. something new. I don't know, man. Like, Nintendo already lost me. There's nothing even that you read off. Like, sure, me 20 years ago might have been excited, but me today, nah. I, I just don't. I cannot be bothered to care. Not until they, honestly, not until they put out a new device. I have a Switch, so it's not like I'm just some outsider hating on Nintendo. Like, I've got a Switch. i got a ton of games for the Switch. Right. I've played, you know, 
Pokemon Sword and Shield and Mario. I've got Mario Kart 8, and I've played all the main titles that everyone raves about on the Switch, and I'm just like, sure, they're all right, but I, I put them down. And the games I'm, I keep coming back to, I guess I, I don't know if it's that I value performance or that I recognize the lack of quality when I see it, but I just feel like Nintendo titles of late have lacked that quality in terms of performance that I've come to expect out of a video game, and that kind of kills it for me. And I know that a lot of people are not like that, and I totally understand that. I totally respect that. I'm only speaking for personal preferences. I know some people are like, I don't care if a game runs like it's 30 years old. If it's a good game, it's a good game. And that's right. totally fair. That's totally fine. Uh, but I have not been excited about a Nintendo title in a while, and none of these are getting me feeling that way. And I probably won't feel that way until they launch a brand-new console a new machine yeah. that can do new things because mm-hmm. i feel like i've already seen all of what the switch is capable of offering me their new console though is going to be as powerful as a ps4 they're like honestly that's right i really hope they step it up because it's like it, there's a clear like just lack of what you can do again there's some solid games but like look at the new pokemon game the render di- distance is like 10 feet and that's all they can do it's like a decent game for its limitations but these limitations become so obvious so quickly when the console's underpowered. Have you seen the reviews of the new Steam console, though? The handheld? It's yeah. all, like, revolutionary. The best handheld that's ever been made. Like, your Steam li- library in your hand, what could be better? And it's like, you're wow. now competing against that. Mm-hmm. Steam has every yeah. game you could want. All those things that I'm craving and, and curious about, I've got them. I've got card-based games. I've got RPG games. I've got story games. I, I could play a shooter game on this handheld and so it's like you you either have to bring the exclusives like the mario karts and the the breath of the wilds or else you're going to lose you're just going to lose because there's a better handheld out there that can actually run it in (laughs) above 30 fps right yeah but i mean i think it's it's also like more probably more expensive for the steam deck i don't know what the official price is i don't know if they've they've fully released it I, i need to go research it but um i don't know and there's like uh, what is it? Not the Raspberry Pi. There's like another little handheld that you can run all the emulations and ROMs on. And um, I can't remember what it's called, but that thing, just like the, the, the look of it looks really cool, but you can run a bunch of different things on there. And so I think there is starting to be more competition in that handheld thing. The novelty of that just isn't there. Even the mobile games are getting better. Genshin Impact is on your phone. They're coming out with Seven Deadly Sins, the anime. They're making a Genshin Impact clone. Like, a crazy world to explore with all the different characters from the show. And that's going to run on your phone as well. And so it's like, Nintendo, you gotta, you got to start doing something. Well, and 100%. Xbox might even be kind of forcing their hand down the road. I don't know, because Xbox this week has been talking about how, hey, listen, we're like actually planning on completely changing our business model. Like we want, we want, I know a lot of people are concerned, but we want all of our titles, even the big ones like Call of Duty, we want them to indefinitely be cross-platform. Like we want you to be able to, Sony fans, we want you to play our games. Like we bought Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of titles that are going to be under our umbrella. We do not want to limit them. They came out and said that. They're like, we're going to change our whole business model. Like we want Sony people to play our games. Like it, wherever gamers are, we want the games that we publish to be where they are because we win when that happens. We win when that happens. So imagine Xbox is like, we got this banger new title. We want it to be on all the platforms without sacrificing performance. 
and it can be everywhere. It can be on the Steam Deck, and it can be on Sony PlayStation, and it can be on an Xbox, and it can be on PC, but it can't be on Switch. And gamers yeah. are gamers are playing these games, but they can't play it on a Switch. Eventually, the big money maker dudes at the top at Nintendo gotta figure out, like, I don't know, maybe we should invest in in having performance that can handle these titles so that we can get a cut of the pie too you know what i mean i don't know yeah yeah and how many people are getting isolated because your game isn't on like i understand that like they probably never will give up a mario exclusivity and stuff but like they have a, a like a very small audience and i think some of the other devs are realizing we want to get all the gamers we want well, access also, to the games they- we want people buying in they also copy strike their audience and shut down the tournaments <laughs> right. every time their audience tries to do tournaments and stuff. Like, yeah. it's self inflicted a lot of it. Yeah, no doubt. But all right, guys, we're gonna yeah, those are the main topics to, from the topics. That's it for the main topics, right? Yep, I think so. So let's do a little bit of RGH after dark, guys. This is where you guys ask us some questions. We're gonna do our best to answer. So go ahead and leave those questions down below. Uh, before we get into that, though, really quickly. Uh, we're, we're sponsored spawn- by Tequila Shots. No, 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 no. Hey, yo, what? Maybe we are sponsored by Advanced GG. I think this is a really old. Your green screen's like, I'm not doing that. Hey, my green screen's not Advanced GG, baby. There you go. Oh, yeah, here's that. We got. Actually, I got a fresh tub of uh, Cactus Kiwi Lime. I love that stuff. I can't, I can't really uh, recommend it. Oh, sorry. Are we still on? <laughs> we got M-Mango Splash, Cactus Kiwi Lime, guys. Advanced GG. Uh, best darn energy drink company out there. It's long-lasting. You don't crash. Tons of flavors that you can support your creators. Just use code RGH, and you get a discount, which supports all of us. Yeah. Sweet. Any questions or cool comments in chat? I would love to read Any them. of you play... Lost Ark or Sifu or the I don't know what's I've just been I never heard of it until like came out and I saw these review reviews on Sifu. It's like a martial arts game. It looks yeah. pretty good. Um, so me no no to both. I just don't like. I know Lost Ark would take too much of my time. I still got some prep to do, so I can't I can't be playing that. I played three hours of Lost Ark and I was like, I can't, I can't get into this. Not because the game is bad, because it's like, oh my god, am I gonna grind up to level fifty and make like alts and like and like get my levels yeah. up and do the raid and find a raid team and learn the raid? Like it's just so much. It's just so much, and I'm sure it'll be great. But then I also, I mean, we got to be honest here. We're content creators. If I'm gonna be spending that many freaking hours playing a game, I need to be able to make content, or else my other stuff is gonna fall off. I mean, my, my channel is going to die because I don't have any videos being posted. And um, I looked it up on YouTube, and there's, like, people were playing on the Russian servers and translating the game and making guides. They've got DPS rotations for every class. And, like, it's like, what am I going to possibly make a video on that hasn't been done? It just, it just doesn't make sense. It's, a, it's like a two- or three-year-old game that... It, it looks cool, but also, I've played Path of Exile. I've played Diablo. And it felt very similar or worse in some cases. I'm going to be honest with you. I was moving around fighting stuff, and I was like, this doesn't feel that great to play. It's not that revolutionary. I'm not going to waste my time playing this to get to the end game if I'm not having fun right now. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, I don't think we're playing too many new games right now just because there's so many big things re releasing soon. That's right. It's sort of like right on the horizon. But like I said, I, I do have like... That's one of the biggest things as a content creator, like Mike was talking about. I actually have scheduled me gaming time. Scheduled right. me gaming time that's not for content. I'm not recording any gameplay. It's just for me. And I fully understand that I'm losing money when I do that. And that's sort of something you have to come to terms with. But uh, in that time for me right now, I'm playing it. I'm I'm really liking No Man's Sky right now after all the updates. Because I, I played it on launch day, played it for 15 minutes, and I I turned it off and I never turned it back on a single time until two weeks ago after all these changes and updates have happened. And now the game is actually really fun. So I'm doing that. And the next game that's going to occupy my me time is going to be Horizon Forbidden West. I'm not going to make mm. any content over it. Not in, not a single video. But I'm going to play through it on my own time and enjoy it. Right. Someone said, did you think Aliens or Prometheus when you saw the first few seconds of the last Vidoc? Yeah, the ship does kind of look like the ship from Alien, like the actual Alien Promethean ship from Alien, the like semicircle thing. Oh, sure, yeah. It does kind of. Um, is there a new open Oh, so what else is there? Um, Saifu is a great smaller game to play before the Witch Queen. Yeah, because one of the things is like you want a little bit of me time, which is totally fine. But then, yeah, like Lost Ark, it's like you just played for like five hours in a night and get nowhere. Get it's nowhere, like you yeah. Accomplished nothing. You leveled up once. You know what I mean? What day is Tiny Tina's Assault and Dragon Keep? March that's a good, that's sometime. A oh, okay, or good. No, Wonderland. No, no, Wonderlands. Not Assault. Oh no, yeah, Wonderland. Sorry. No, yeah, Assault uh, and Dragons Keep. Is that's a the DLC. old one. That's the DLC, right? But what Which about is, Wonderlands? by the way, fantastic. Like, yeah. that DLC is fantastic. Well, that, that DLC is why they're making this entire game. Yeah. Yeah, because that DLC was so freaking good. Hey, I will say this while oh. we're waiting on questions. Chat, oh, hey. Oh, I, hold on. I can answer that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go real quick. Wonderlands is coming out March 25th, 2022. Oh, okay. There you go. Good to know. I actually saw, um, I saw a funny post from someone who covers Borderlands. <laughs> And they were like, I really hope that the Tiny Tina's game uh, isn't the same as Borderlands and like the exclusivity windows. And I commented on it and I was like, yeah, man, that was bullcrap. And I was like, I'm glad <laughs> I'm not the only one. Yeah, did no you? kidding. Did. Yeah. And I was I like, good for you. three days in, I was quitting that game because, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. If I had that exclusivity, I would have done it too. But Jolt's dude... He was posting a video like every two hours. He was like, legendary guide, legendary guide, legendary guide. And then it was like level 60 or, or like max level Moe's guide. And I'm like, what the hell? I was like, we're all at level 20. And then a Not day even, later. We didn't even play the game yet. Yeah. And but, then like a day later, it's like max level flat guide. And it's like, how the hell do you have all these characters maxed? And then there's guys. Come, and it was like, oh. They had this game for weeks. They had this game for, yeah, for weeks. A month. Yeah. They, they wrapped the game. They beat the game. They they made every video I could have hoped to make a month before me. And it's like, okay, I'm done. I, I'm not. Killed I'm not drive. even. Gonna, yeah. It just. Yeah. I was done. And uh, I've never seen exclusivity that much. Like yeah, it's like was, a day yeah, or two. You go to an event. Like we've gone to events for Destiny, but like we're not getting the whole game two weeks, three weeks in advance to, yeah, to it play was, it. It was the most intense exclusivity i've ever seen again absolutely no hate to any of the creators no, like any of us they killed it and they, they made good content that like people enjoyed like go for it i mean they unfortunately they made the only content i think that scared a lot of creators out of the space and like like we all were playing uncovering the game and we all saw 
we didn't even get to play the game yet and there's level 70 guys and we're all like okay we're like there's no point in covering this game yeah so it, it would literally be like okay we gave rick Kakis and and dado and you know whoever else rick Kakis and dado get witch queen a week early like people Including would be the revolting <laughs> yeah. people would the reddit threads would be like outrageous right people would be so upset that's basically what they did with borderlands and 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 it just completely killed the vibe for like every other creator yeah yeah I have a question for you because chat didn't ask one. When Witch Queen comes out, what subclass, what element are you thinking? That's what I'm going to focus on. That's what I want to raid with, Void or that's Walker. what I want to play. I'm Void a Voidwalker main. Um, I've always been a Voidwalker main. I've been a Devour main for like all of Destiny 2. And I play every subclass, to be fair. Um, but I do have a main. Voidwalker was the, my initial class in Destiny 1, and moving forward, obviously, with Void 3.0, I, I could not be more excited about the idea of running, you know, old the old gods with my my Void uh, buddy that's going to go out there and shoot out its tendrils and grab people and damage them, and I'm going to also be running those new exotic boots for the, yeah. the Voidwalker that are going to give me Devour and an Empower Griff. Like, I'm so pumped to run Voidwalker. Fair. What about it's you, crazy. Cackle? Everything you said was wrong i'm just kidding no no, no. he's 100 percent right if you play Voidwalker, my answer to that question is titan i'm a titan slut i love titans man i'm just all about the titans i think same thing i think you have to play void it's getting all the aspects and stuff and i think it's going to be overtuned i really think like void's going to be clearly the best because like it kind of happened with stasis you give players that much freedom they're going to find the broken the combo combinations, yeah. yeah the broken combo with the broken exotic like bungie didn't think oh wait we didn't think about the doomfang pauldrons oh crap and then it just like breaks the entire game right that is going to happen with void i think so i think it's going to be clearly overtuned off the start and then i mean look at how many aspects and fragments and stuff bungie had to calm down with stasis right and I'm going Titan because Bubble, for a lot of the same reasons, like Chivangard said, like I, a Bubble is going to be nutty. First of all, did you see the the footage today of like what the Bubble cast is now, Tash? Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like instant. It's almost. instant. You so can you like can counter super with it. Counter super, counter like enemy stuff, like you know a boss attack, dude. You could like potentially counter a boss stomp now. Like that's how fast it is. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I I'm playing definitely playing bubble titan and the bubble is in the fastest regeneration tier tying well so you're going to get that bubble significantly more than you get it today right mm -hmm. and you have all the aspects like imagine like a bubble so you get that damage resistance you're you're using like um helmet save 14 to get the overshield every time you go through it you get increased damage every time you go through it with weapons of light and then you put on oppressive darkness so that you can freaking debuff guys like throw a grenade at a guy get the armor like arm, you're just gonna be you have everything you need for pve in in one class it, it, it's actually insane yeah maybe i'll play who knows even the fact even in pvp maybe i'll be back i don't know in pvp the fastest for super regeneration like getting bubbles faster than anyone else bubbles is gonna, gonna be meta by the way it's gonna be what meta is? in pvp bubbles gonna be meta in pvp oh i'm telling you right now but uh Slucifer, thanks for the donation uh asks uh Cacus, how was your first stream mike are should we expect to see you playing the witch queen and making any content and he asked me what weapon type i use the most which i'll get to 
I'll answer. Uh, in order, my first stream went pretty darn well. There's some slight tech technical issues with a little bit of lag, but actually these two helped me change the settings. So hopefully I'm streaming every Saturday. So this next upcoming Saturday, I'm doing some raid carries. So Tash, you should tune in and I get you a fate bringer. Like and, this uh, this Saturday? This Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific. I um, need a fate bringer. Maybe I'll come jump on in. in. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but yeah, it went pretty well. The community seemed to be super receptive, especially since I forgot to install Nightbot. I gotta do that. So like it was like 1,500 people, no Nightbot, no, no moderation, spam protection, <laughs> and and it didn't get toxic. Like I was thinking back, I was like, dude, most other. If this was, if I was a PvP if streamer, on Twitch. My, I, I'd be canceled. You know what I mean? There'd be like all, like all the like bad actors would be spamming like terrible things in the chat. All this, but it was ninety nine percent positive. It was unreal. Good. So it was fun. That's sweet. I'm thinking about playing. I, I, I feel like I'm getting, getting lured back in. But at the same time, I feel like I haven't played in so long that I just, I genuinely miss the game. And also, if I have to spend one more day playing Genshin and that's the only thing I do, I just don't know if I can handle it much longer. There's nothing to do, and I, I'm, I miss the, the grind. But we'll see. Maybe I'll play RuneScape. I don't know. No, no guarantees. No guarantees. Yeah. To answer my portion of the question, the weapon type I use the most is sidearms. I have the most final blows with sidearms in, the, um, in my Crucible career. Um, I'm approaching 100,000 kills specifically with sidearms um out of my i have like six hundred thousand lifetime final blows in pvp um Jesus i'm actually Christ. in the top 20 <laughs> i'm in the top 20 players across all platforms for for total kills in pvp in destiny 2 get a life so. dude <laughs> or wait maybe you just you're just killing so fast that right? is my life bro i that mean is my i life. mean you're kayaking Jim. in the morning like you I'm don't have you don't have time to get you you you're shirtless with your coffee in the kayak like what? that's right baby i live the dream i can't wait for spring so i can get back in that yak man back in the yak in baby. in the mornings bro. Yeah, i mean i, what, I guess it's been winter like you can't be in the kayak in the winter i could be in the kayak by going anywhere on the ice that's for yeah sure. exactly yeah true true so. all right well hey, i think chat Next week, we're going to try and have a banger episode next week. Like, mm -hmm. we're going to be promoing it on our channels. Like, we just really want to see. Like, we, we totally recognize we've been a little lazy lately. Like, we just show up, we hit go live, and we, go, we bang through our topics. Uh, we haven't been promoing it on our channels. We haven't been pushing it on Twitter. I haven't been publishing any shorts on my channel talking about the podcast, and we recognize that. We do say thank you so much to our regulars who tune in every single week and support the channel. You guys are freaking rock stars. But if you could do us a favor, if you enjoy the show, and you like being here, talk about it. Tell somebody. Get somebody here next week. We're going to try and just have a banger episode next week. Is that okay? <laughs> Can we just have like a freaking killer we're episode next week? 2,000. We're going to... We can't handle having a fourth dead channel among us. For God's sakes, my channel's dead. Tasha's channel's dead. Chief Vanguard's channel's dead. Now <laughs> the podcast channel's dead. We got to revive something, so we're going to revive this podcast. All righty. Perfect. Next week, Wednesday, February 16th, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, the Real Gamer Hour is going to be real full of gamers. Can't yeah, wait to yeah. see you there. Thank you so much for watching. I'm M Tashed. I'm Kakas HD. I'm True Vanguard. And this was the RGH Podcast.